We know that support for your favorite podcast comes in tons of different ways. For some, the only way they can or want to support us is with the basic stuff. Tuning into the podcast weekly, sending us valuable information on Teams, or just spreading the word about the podcast. And all those things are amazing. We really appreciate all those things, but we can't pay the bills with those. On November 16th, we are launching our Patreon for the Arizona Small Ball Podcast. This will give you guys an opportunity to support us financially while also gaining access to exclusive content that will only be available on Patreon. Check out our link tree on any of our social media platforms and just go look at the Patreon for yourself. You're going to love it. Don't miss out on your chance to join the Arizona Small Ball Army. What is up, Arizona high school basketball fanatics? Welcome back to the Arizona Small Ball Podcast, where we discuss one of the hidden gems in Arizona, small school basketball. Here we talk about everything in the small ball scene. We cover scores, coaches, teams, and players. As coaches in the Valley, we understand that these teams don't get enough attention, and our biggest goal is to change that. We're here to keep you guys updated on everything small ball and ignore everything else, because Honestly, Arizona Small Balls is better than everything else. On our show, these guys are the stars. It is Monday, November 14th. Reyes is here with me as always. And you guys know what time it is. It's the best time of the season. Basketball season starts this week. We're super excited to be previewing games with you. And just so you know, you guys, if you're following us on social media, you've been tuning into everything that we've been doing, you know this is coming. But Wednesday is a huge day for the podcast because November 16th, we are launching our Patreon. we got a bonus episode, bonus content coming for you guys there. So just go check it out. It's on all of our social media links on any of our link trees. So just go check it out. You're not going to be disappointed. You're going to love it. If you love Arizona high school, small school basketball, I'm just telling you, you're going to be missing out on stuff if you don't subscribe to that. So check it out here. Reyes, we've got some top 10 teams that are playing this week. There's not a lot of teams that are playing this week. There's first not week. a lot of teams, but there's a lot of good teams that are going to be playing this first week. So it's pretty exciting stuff to see. We don't play until how, how long? We don't play until the end of the month. Yeah, that's the 20, weird. The 29th. Yeah. It's super weird because yeah. a lot of teams start either this week or they kick off the next week. The following week with like oh, a tournament or yeah, something. Yeah, or something like that. But yeah. yeah, we're off to the pretty much almost the end of the month. So that's when we will get rolling. But we're still very excited, you know, becoming all these teams and just kind of watch, you know, small school basketball is full in effect. I know. And it's good. the only reason I say that is because talking about all these games makes me excited. Like, oh, we're going to play. But... We still got to wait a little bit. I know a lot of you guys are in that boat too, but we're excited to preview some games. And honestly, because this is a a shorter week and not a lot of action here, this isn't going to be a super long episode, but we're going to talk about some really quality coaching, some great teams and some really great players. So we're going to get into it. We're going to start off really, in my opinion, I don't know, tell me if you disagree. Main games are Wednesday and Friday. Yeah, main games right. are Wednesday and Friday. There's nothing really popping off on Thursday, and that's no disrespect to the Thursday teams, but you know these are the matchups of the week that we found to be most exciting and kind of like if you're a small ball fan, like you should keep your eyes on these games. Mm-hmm. Our, my eyes were just kind of drawn to them. Yes, you know? I agree. I think you're gonna say I agree. It's back. <laughs> I think you're going to say Saturday too. 
Have you looked at Saturday yet? I have not. Reyes is going to say Saturday. I'm just letting you guys know. We're going to get into previewing Wednesday here. But first, check this out. Okay, so let's talk about Wednesday. And I've never been more excited to preview the beginning of a season than by talking about a great matchup between my Fighting Frogs and the Wickenburg Wranglers. This is not the first time that Salome and Wickenburg have played. They played last year, if you remember. And they lost to Wickenburg, but it was a pretty close game. What do you think about this game? How do you like the matchups here? you got some great guard play. You've got some big with Wickenburg and Jet Smith. It's kind of curious to see how Tito Calderon plays. Mm-hmm. Um, we heard a lot about, you know, Wickenburg did have a coaching change, which is kind of interesting to see how they're going to be playing. Because last year, they had a lot of pieces, but I just felt like... They were very disjunct. Just all over yeah, the place. Yeah, just kind of all over the place. There wasn't real structure with them. They have a really uh, really good big. He's physical. He's pretty athletic. He can stretch the floor with a shooting ability. And they do have a guard. He's about like six, what, six one, maybe 6'2". Yeah, 6'2". Six 6'2". Two. Six two, and he can shoot the ball fairly well, but I feel like they just didn't really do a good job putting him in the right positions. So mm. I think with this new head coach, you know, I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty sure they have structure. I'm curious because Wickenburg's always really big and long. Mm. It's just kind of debating, debating how they play on defense. Because Salome, they're going to be quick into that transition. Mm-hmm. They're going to want to get up and down the floor a little bit. I'm just curious to see how Salome is able to handle the size difference. But it's a great... Well, and physicality. Wickenburg is a bunch of, you know, they're yeah. a bunch of Wranglers. I mean, they're, they're literally really the Wranglers for a reason, you know what I mean? They're very physical in the paint. They... They just do a really good job on pressure with the ball. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a very tough test for Salome, but I do like Salome, you know, stepping out of the 1A and actually trying to like get battle tested early mm-hmm. rather than later in the season. It is, is going to be a really good place to see where they're going to be at early in the year. Yeah, and I think this is going to be a better test than last year because yes. what you're saying, I think Wickenburg is going to be better this year than they were last year for sure. Mm-hmm. I love the two different angles of these teams. Salome, really quick guards. They love to get up and down the floor a little bit. Wickenburg has a little bit more size and strength. It's going to be fun to match up against them. And it's at Wickenburg, so it's an away game for Salome for my fighting frogs. They're going to have to hop pretty far to get over to Wickenburg. So what's your prediction, though? That's what I want to know. Do you even have to ask? You know my prediction. So you're rolling with Salome? Well, of course I'm going with I'm Salome, riding with Salome, Salome by right what? Now. Give me something. A point spread here? I think Salome wins this game. I think it's super close. If I remember right, the game from last year was extremely close, too. It was like, I'm going off the top of my head. I know you guys probably think I'm lying. You think I'm just looking it up right now. But I think it was like a five-point game, maybe less than that. Mm -hmm. It was close. I say it's still a five-point game. And I don't think it's like crazy high scoring. It's going to be the first game of the season. I think it's going to be pretty sloppy. I say, give me Salome, I don't know, 50 to 45. That, that's where I'm at with Salome at Wickenburg. That's fair. I'm okay with that, actually, because we don't know um, if these guards are going to be able to fill up the stat sheet, which is like, that's not the main oh, issue. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, hey. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I do have Wickenburg, and I do think Wickenburg kind of puts them away. And that's not no disrespect to my fighting frogs. I think Wickenburg is going to win by, I want to say 12, 12 plus. And that's not, I'm not saying they're going to get well, killed. That's putting them away. That's putting them away. 12. That was misleading. You said put them away. It sounds like 40. Oh, like 40. No, it's not going to be a 40 <laughs> bomb or anything like that. I think mainly just like a 12 point lead. And that's how they finish. I'm going to go ahead and say 60 to, I don't even know, what, 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 50 to 62. 
So that's 12, 50 to 62. There's some, there's some hey guys, there. we're, not, we're not very smart, and our uh, math skills are clearly not great, so don't judge us. I forgot about that, the point spreads and adding. We haven't done that since last season. <laughs> yeah, oh, my no. gosh. It's going to be a really fun game. Hey, last time we bet on Salome, and uh, remember we made a bet about a burrito. It was Salome versus Mary. That's we, right. Should we try and do another bet right here? Oh, man. Let's do it. Yeah, sure. Why Let's not? just say this. If Salome wins... You owe me a burrito. Salome loses. I owe you a burrito. Okay, that's fine. Okay, we're shaking on it. Shaking right on it. You guys, know, you might not know this. I'm from Texas, and we don't have to shake hands because our word is our word. But I just shook Reyes' hand. So we're looking forward to that game. That's 7 p.m. Wednesday at Wickenburg. Let's move on to another game that night, which I'm super excited about too, because we're going to get to see what Leading Edge Academy is all about. Leading Edge Academy versus Highland Prep. This is at Highland Prep. Insert Honey Badger noise here. I'm not going to do it, but if you remember from last year. I thought year, you were going to do it. <laughs> no. If you remember from last year, we inserted that. This is going to be a really great game. I'm super excited to watch these high-level guards just really get into action. Cohen Hill from Highland Prep and Presley eBay. They got a bunch of other kids that are big-time players there. And then from Leading Edge Academy, you got some really balanced scoring there that's going to be really tough for any And they're team. fairly young, if you remember. Super right? young. They're a bunch of juniors. They got like, the Francisco. I don't know if they're brothers or they're cousins, but you know they got some Francisco brothers. They were both sophomores last year. They're going to be juniors this year. They gave Leading Edge about eight point nine points a game each. Mm-hmm. And then you, know, you bring back Morrow, who was a sophomore last year, who was bringing in about... Um, I'd say about 14 points a game, and he was kind of like their big. He's like six foot. He's a really solid, decent point guard. Can spread the floor with the shooting ability. It's going to be a very interesting matchup. I think this is where Leading Edge gets battle tested because I think, like I said, Highland Prep over the summer. Like I said, we don't really know what Leading Edge was doing over the summer. I'm not discrediting anything they did, but as far as I know, Highland Prep has been making noise. And for being like a newer school, jumping to the AIA. You know, doing what they did last year, and they come in this year. They're playing all these big schools, and then now that here they are, I think it's be a really good test for leading edge. I do give Highland Prep the slight edge, though. I just think that overall, Highland Prep got some dogs, and I feel like they, I mean, as far as like full court, you know, their pressure defense and everything like that, it might overwhelm leading edge. Mm. Is it at leading edge or is it at Highland? It's at Highland. And see, there's the home court advantage. So it's going to be a little bit different environment, especially for your first game. The crowd's going to be jumping. The players are going to be antsy and get ready to get after it. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say Highland Prep beats leading edge. I'm going to say 15 points. I'm going to go ahead and say, like, I think it's been a pretty high scoring game, too. I'm going to go ahead and say, like, what, 70 to 55? Okay. Is that 15? I don't know. I wasn't doing the math. I'm, I'm focusing on doing my math right now. Okay. Okay. Give me Highland Prep 40 to 65 on this one. And I think that that is being conservative. I think Highland Prep, I think Leading Edge is a great squad. I think Highland Prep is going to come ready to play. You know this. Cohen Hill is probably one of your favorite guards in the small ball right now as far as the Cisco. Remember last year he was averaging about seven. How many assists do you think he gets in this game? Hmm. This game... I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be very conservative with this. I'm not gonna go anything out of the park. I think he finishes with about five or four assists. Okay. Okay. Nothing crazy. If he doesn't get anything over five, I'm gonna be pretty shocked. Mm-hmm. Sure. But four or five should be his goal. It's a really great thing that Coach Hill's done at Highland Prep. I feel like he's done a great job of instilling, 
You know, one of the hardest things about basketball is you work on your skills individually and you work so hard and then you come into this team aspect and you're supposed to be unselfish. It's not easy. He's done a great job of getting these kids to play hard, to play together, and to play really unselfish. So super cool. Really excited about that one. I'm also just excited to see Presley Ebay come out because, I mean, that, that kid, we talked about it in our previous episodes. He's got potential to be an upcoming player of the year, which is going to be super cool. I'm excited about them for all of that. Again, insert Honey Badger noise here. That is 7 p.m. Wednesday night at Surprise. Is there anything else on Wednesday night that you saw? I'm trying to remember. I don't think there was. Those were the major ones here. I think those were the major ones as far as Wednesday. If you're just now joining us this year for our game previews and everything, we want you guys to know this. We do not go through every single game and just talk about every single game and every single team. We just talk about the main matchups that we feel. And you all going back, you know, the main matchups that we feel are, you know, big ones to watch out for. Leading Edge and Highland Prep, two teams in our top ten. Yes. In the two So that's going to be a super fun matchup. That's why that's drawn to that. So same with Salome. Salome was in the top 10 for us, yeah. for both of us. But Wickenburg wasn't for us in the 3A. Yeah. So. But it's a 1A playing a 3A. True. That's yeah, what makes, it, really that's what makes it a fun matchup. It's going to be fun, man. I just love Salome's band. I can't get over that still. It's Do you awesome. think they're going to bring the band to Wickenburg? Salome, I know you're listening to this. Y'all have got to figure out how to take those bands everywhere you go. If you've never been to Salome or seen a game at Salome, they got this band and they set it right behind the visitors team bench and they just start playing during all timeouts. And it is the most obnoxious thing you have ever heard. I love it. It's awesome. It's really, really good. Okay, let's move on to Friday, November 18th. Uh, and really what we're focus on, focusing in on here is the 3A. Mm. I'm super excited to look at this. The matchup that stands out to me, 7 p.m., Friday, November 18th, at Fountain Hills, as ALA West Foothills plays at Fountain Hills. I'm just excited to see what ALA West Foothills has. I mean, we're talking about seeing what teams are made of. There's a brand new ALA in the 3A. We're going to see them right off the bat. And I know I keep saying this word, and I'm pretty sure you're tired of hearing it, but it's a battle test. I mean, how do you start, you know, your brand new school? Literally, kids just came in a couple months ago, probably over like the summer and whatever. And then here you are, you're trying to make noise in the 3A, which is a very, very competitive conference. Mm. And you open up your season with Fountain Hills, who last year, if I'm not mistaken, finished in the top five. This is the final four. They went. They made it to the final four. Was it final four? I think it was final four. Yeah, they, yeah they, it, they was. Because they beat four. Northwest Christian, and then they mm. end up losing. Yep. yep. So... With Fallen Hills, I mean, what you're going to get from them is the same thing. They're always consistent. They're on, They're consistent with their on-ball defense. They're consistent in doing really great rotations in the help side. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just playing really great team basketball. But another thing is, too, their offense and how patient they are in it will drive teams nuts. Mm-hmm. If you are not patient, if you're not willing to play defense for more than 10, 15 seconds... I'm telling you right now, Fountain Hills is going to eat you alive. Coach Bonner does a really great job dissecting defenses mm-hmm. and just kind of really putting his players in a really great position. Um, one player that I'm actually really curious about is Aiden Logan from Fountain Hills. Mm-hmm. And how is he going to feel that, you know, if I'm not mis- if 
just from me personally, I feel like the keys are kind of in it. The ball is in his court, mm-hmm. and the coaches gave him the keys to the Hummer. And just pretty much how he's going to drive The keys it. to the Hummer. The Hummer. It's really specific. He's a big kid. <laughs> I get it, He's a man. big That's kid. Big kids need big cars. He yeah. is big. He's a matchup nightmare. He's a matchup nightmare. He's probably about a six-foot guard, maybe even a little I bit bigger. I think he's like 6'2". You think so? He's, think he's a big so. boy. He's, he's a, a big kid. He's his body really well. Can he can put you on the can handle the ball. He can handle pressure, which is really nice, actually. And mm-hmm. he actually does play defense, which is obviously great to see in one thing that we really take pride in ourselves. So, I mean, Fallon Hills being matched up with West Foothills. I heard West Foothills has a lot of interesting players that have transferred from bigger schools to this school. So, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm going to wait for you to give your take on what's going to happen, and then we'll give off our score predictions. Well, I, I was just going to say this, because everything you said, I'm not going to repeat it. More than seeing Aiden Logan play, I just want to see what role he's in. You know what I mean? Is he going to play point guard? Is he going to be a big in the same way? And, and Coach Bonner has groomed another kid for a point guard. Did they get a new kid in there? Who knows? I'm just excited to kind of see the placement of their players. Also, I have seen some film on ALA West Foothills. And they're decently athletic. I think they're going to be young, but they're going to be pretty athletic. So this is going to be a really fun matchup. I'm rolling with Fountain Hills on this one, though. I'm rolling with Fountain Hills. I think it's going to be not a super high-scoring game. I think it's going to be, give me 50 to 57. I think Fountain Hills wins by 7 with this one, especially because it's at home. I actually think Fountain Hills pulls away by 10. It's, it's not that much of a crazy difference or anything like that. I'm going to go ahead and say 50 to 40. Um, I, I like this matchup. I think it's great for West Foothills. And honestly, we're going to see what they have early. And obviously, these are all the first games. So a lot of sloppy basketball is going to be played. Mm-hmm. And a lot of mistakes are going to be made. But that shouldn't discourage anybody as, you know, we're going to see a lot of high-level teams playing this week. So it's going to be really great to see. It's going to be awesome, man. And do you want to talk about Chin Lee Winslow? I mean, I think Winslow is going to take care of Chin Lee. Oh, wow. Is that, is that a hot take? I don't think that's a hot take. Chin Lee's going to be so young. We talked about this so many times. It doesn't matter how – I don't care. <laughs> it matters a little bit, It though. matters a little Come bit. It does, but I'm with you. I don't know if Winslow takes care of Chin Lee. I think it's going to be a very close game. Chin Lee is very, very young. Yeah, really Coach young. Mendoza has a really has his hands full and trying to get this young team to be a top 25 team in the state, which, in my opinion, I do see them as a top 25 team. I'm not going to say where, but I'm saying I can possibly see it at the end of the season. Don't be surprised if they are. Let's just say that. I will be surprised if they are. I'm just saying. You're just saying. I, I got nothing against Chin Lee. I think it's a great program. Coach Mendoza is amazing. He's a legend, you know. But... I think they lost every single kid from their team last year except for one. They're going to be so young. I'm just saying. Well, I know. I, I hear you. And like I said, we'll see what happens. Winslow, on the other hand, has actually a very good guard. I wish I could remember his name. I feel like it's Isaac, but it's not. And it's driving me crazy. He ran with Holbrook's club team over yeah, he was the summer. Tough. Real and shifty. Really good, shifty guard. He can space the floor with the shooting. He has a really nice mid-range. And I like how he just kind of attacks the basket and finds the open man. Mm-hmm. I think he's obviously going to really drive uh, Winslow to... I'm going to say Winslow beats Chin Lee, but I don't think they take care of Chin Lee is what I was mm-hmm. trying to say. I think Winslow takes care of Chin Lee by like seven. I think Winslow takes care of Chin Lee by about 20. So. Whoa. I guess we'll see who's right there. I guess we'll see who's right. I guess we'll see who's right. Do we know where it's at? Is it Yeah, at- it's at Winslow. That's a little bit different now, but it doesn't matter. Can I say this, though? Tell me if I'm wrong. wrong. Winslow, their environment is not super hard to play in. 
Not necessarily. Compared to like other schools that would be similar, right? Compared to other reservation schools. Sure. A lot of other, yeah, because it was so weird because, you know, we're so used to, you know, these other schools where they packed the house. Sure. And it's not that Winslow didn't bring the fans, but it just felt like a normal gym environment. Mm-hmm. It wasn't overwhelming. Right. You're, you know, fans are not going crazy. I mean, they just love the game of basketball, and that's what we appreciate. But sometimes it's kind of fun walking to a reservation school, mm-hmm. and the fans are just kind of going at you. And there's like thousands of them just surrounded. There's nowhere to sit. Those are the packed houses that we love to see and the environment we love to see. Mm. So I think Chin Lee's going to bring more fans than Winslow. Call me crazy. No, I was about to say that. I was just about to say that. Yeah, I think that's good. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch this. And I am really interested in the North. Really interested in the do North. Do you feel like the North is wide open? Or do you think it's pretty secure who's going to come out of it? I think it's pretty secure who's going to come out of it. But in my mind. Here's a hot, not mind. even a hot take. Uh, do you see Paige being competitive this year with their coach back? Coach, coach Smith. He's back? He's back at Page. No, he's not. That's what I heard. Who who'd you hear it from? The Great Wall. No way. Are you serious? I'm not kidding. Dang. He goes back and just does a championship right away. No. I hope I am right. I think I think even before you said that, I was gonna say Paige is gonna be more competitive for sure, but I don't think that they're gonna be able to challenge like a Monument Valley or anything. I got some people. Yeah, they got some dogs. So. They got some kids on that team that can play a little bit. Okay, let's stay in Friday, or on Friday the 18th, and let's move over to the 1A, because we got a great matchup between two teams that we have in our top 10, the Gregory School versus Hayden. And this is at Hayden High School. You know, here's the thing. When we talk about this matchup, obviously we want to talk about Vince Edwards. But let me just flip over to the other side and talk about Hayden for a second, okay? They return a bunch of seniors that are going to, they were juniors last year, but they're going to be problems, okay? You got Garner, who averaged 13 points a game. You got Elvira, who averaged 11 points a game. You got Castillo, who averaged 20 points a game. You have just a lot of pieces there. Hayden is going to come back, and they're going to be really tough. I love this matchup here at the very first game of the season. Who do you who do you like in this matchup? I have Hayden mm-hmm. beating the Gregory School. I think Vince Edwards is great. I think he's a phenomenal talent. You think he goes off in this game? I think he does some work, but I do believe that Hayden, just with their pieces overall, I mean, they're, I mean, the both teams are really well coached. I think Hayden's guard play is just a little bit better than mm. what Gregory School has. Mm-hmm. And like I said, who knows? Maybe the Gregory School has some kids that we just don't know about and they're going to show out sure. Friday night. Right. But until then, I got Hayden beating the Gregory School. And I'm going to go ahead and say, go ahead and say that Hayden beats Gregory School by five. I think it's a really close game. Okay. I don't think it's very high scoring. I'm going to go ahead and say it's like a 65-60. Okay. Hayden. Yeah, I have Hayden winning too. I think Hayden wins by 12 though. Mm. I think it's like 50-62 to 62 or something like that. So I'm really excited about this matchup. I am super excited to see the Gregory School and how they're going to try to, you know, whenever you have a kid like Vince Edwards with that talent, you want him to have a great senior season. Mm -hmm. So I hope that that their team can really rally around him and help him just be really successful in that. So that's going to be fun. That's at Hayden. We both got uh, Hayden winning that one. You said by how much? Five. Five? 65-60. That's my kind of score prediction. Okay. And I got him by 12. Okay, so that is the 1A there on Friday. Do you want to look at Saturday really quick? Because I think you missed this one. Sure, let's hear it. What do you got for me? So Saturday, November 19th, it's in the 3A. 
Speaking of the Paige Sand Devils, Paige at Window Rock. Ooh, that's a fun one. At the Fighting Scouts that's Event Center, one. which I've still never gotten to go to. I want to go to that. Uh, to Window Rock's uh, Stadium. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I've never been there either personally. Oh really? I've seen the pictures and like, there's like college teams that literally go play there. It's, I didn't know that. It's so beautiful. I Which think, I think it was ASU and Baylor women's basketball program a couple years back. Baylor, Baylor, Baylor and ASU women's Dang. basketball team went to go play there at That's their, at their reading. Yeah. So let's think about Window Rock for a second. How much do they have coming back? Do we we really don't know a whole lot about, about Window, Window Rock. Rock? Yeah, we talked about them where... a little bit last year because I forget, I think they lost a guard or two for, from that I can remember, but mm-hmm. I'm not 100 sure either. Yeah, I feel like every time that we've talked about them, we've talked about them in the context of who they're going up against, you know, and and really kind of highlighting the other team. You know what, Window Rock, the scouts, we got you right now. Okay, we're going to take a little segment here. Let's talk about some players that are coming back for Window Rock that could probably have a, a pretty big impact all around. Oh, I see a guard on there, last name Begay. You know, he's a baller. You know, it's just like a, it's like a staple. That's just a given, huh? Yeah, so they got, as far as losing, they lost two guards that produced pretty good last year in Martinez and Mitchell. They lost Bia, who produced quite a bit. Their main player is going to be Nelson coming back on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, He averaged about eight points a game, and uh, he filled up the stat sheet in a lot of other areas as well. Uh, Three assists per game. I think he had seven rebounds per game. So, I mean, the kid plays pretty hard. Nelson, I uh, really... Yeah, and Nelson's 6'3". I remember this kid from last year, actually. He's 6'3". He's big. He's long. He's a good uh, He's a good varsity athlete. But are you noticing Rock. something that we're, not- we're both noticing? Window Rock was super old last year. Look how much. Look how many kids they lost. Yeah, they lost a lot of kids. So, they're going to be sure. a very... It's, it's almost not like us, but like... A lot of new kids, yeah, a lot sure. of kids probably from the JV. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless they got some transfers. Like I said, the 3A conference, transfer you, baby. But I'm just saying, who knows what they have. Sure. But that's a lot of pieces to replace. And then as opposed to you have Paige, who I don't remember. Because we saw them. I have Paige in this one. I have Paige in this one, too. They've still got some good guards that I think will be seniors at this point. I think this year they're seniors, a few of them. Yeah, because... When we played them about two years ago, they were sophomores. They were sophomores mm-hmm. and freshmen. Yeah, so and they'll have come. some good kids coming back. It will be very interesting to see what happens. Um, I don't think it's that interesting to see, and it is confirmed. I see the head coach there on Max Preps, Justin Smith. And like I said, he, what if what this could be our what if segment? What if he comes back and they just win it all? He'd be the goat of the three A, maybe. That'd be very tough. Be pretty intense. That'd be pretty intense stuff. I'm looking at Paige right now. They do bring back a lot. They did lose a lot in Smith, Twitty, Christensen, and Quimku. But they returned Yazzie, huh? They returned Yazzie. He's a good guard. He was a very solid guard who also ran on that Gunners. Mm -hmm. You're right. You're right. That Holbrook AAU team as well. And it's very, guys, very interesting. I'm not 100% sure what's going to happen. I think they have a 6'2", like, big or something like that. If you remember right, he was fairly young. He was, like, a freshman. He was very raw. Um, he, I feel like who knows what his development was like over the summer to possibly get him ready 
for this coming year. Like I said, when you're fr- when you're a freshman, no, nine times out of ten, it's fairly rare when you see the floor. Mm. Um, but I mean, hey, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. I like Paige in this matchup against Window Rock. I do too. Until we see what Window Rock has this year as far as their guard play, mm-hmm. and if they do have any bigs, um, I'm gonna ride with Paige. I think Paige kind of take care of the business. I'm gonna go see. Ahead. I think it's close. I disagree with you on that. I would say Paige by fifteen. Yeah, I think it's close. I think it's like a five point game. We'll see who's right. Yeah, we will see who's right uh, on Saturday. But the thing that makes me feel like it'll be a little bit closer is because it's an away game for Paige and obviously a home game for the Scouts. It doesn't I think, matter. I think that'll help a lot. It doesn't matter. I think it'll help a lot. So, yeah, Reyes always is on this kick that the reservation schools never have an away game. And I think that's partially true. It's fairly true. Yeah, in some unless cases. You're, unless you're playing, like, five hours away. But, hey, we've seen it before. Sure. We've seen they, it before. They travel. They don't they care. Don't, they don't care. They'll pack up. These are our matchups of the week that we think that you guys should have your eyes open for. If we're missing a matchup and we're like, hey, and you guys are listening to this and you're like, hey, there's a couple teams that you guys didn't mention, let us know, man, because we want to know that these teams should be on our radar. And, uh, yeah, we're just super excited that basketball season is back in swing. Uh, If you guys, Reyes always says this, I'm going to take what he always says, but if you guys have a player that has a really solid performance, you had a really great game, and you feel like it needs to be covered, just shoot us a DM, man. Message us on any of our social media platforms. Hit the hotline. And we want to do that together with you guys, okay? Because we want to give Arizona Small Ball as much coverage as possible. Reyes, is there anything else that you want to say before we get out of here? I just took almost everything that you usually said. You literally took everything I said. But also, (laughs) even though we talked about in the beginning of the show, our Patreon is going to be up November 16th. That's Wednesday. That's Wednesday, which is super exciting. If you haven't already... Please enlist, join the army, become part of the infantry or be a lieutenant. And like I said, we'll be happy to see you guys next week and provide more content for you guys now. It's super exciting. Small ball basketball is officially back. It's officially back, folks. Uh, We hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Hope your practices are going great. And for all you teams like us that aren't playing yet, just just be patient. Your time is going to come. We'll catch you guys next week. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Arizona Small Ball Podcast.